Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Boss Sports. Yeah, but in Trinidad, it, it, you Trinidad is not a real country, first of all. Uh, can you be critical of baseball in general? Like, I am. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm being critical right now. Well, you guys want to talk about some Patriots football right now? No. No. Look at you want stats? Just find okay. it. No, find it right now. Stop talking and find a stat. Two out of three. Do the stinking simple math. You just pissed off. You have something up your butt right now. <laughs> no, I'm doing called you I'm being on the fence, all right? No, no, no. It's my turn. You talked a while. See, that's a Homer response. It's not a Homer response. So you're telling me, no, you're Jared. Your adjective, no, no, your adjective is trying to. That's all you're using to escape wanting to answer the no, question. Let me answer. Why not answering let, without let using answer. the word Homer? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Boss Sports. My name's Harry Potter, and on my left is Hermione Granger, and on my right is Jaredson. And how are we doing, Jared? Why don't I get a cool name? Because <laughs> you're not worth it. Oh. Man. <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't call you a woman. <laughs> That's true. I called him a straight woman. Although Hermione Granger. She's pretty hot. I wasn't going to say that. Oh, okay. That's weird. She's about like six. No, she's not. Not in now. In the movie. Not now, but. Did you refill my water? Thank you. And you call me a woman. Yeah, well, That's women get do. me water. <laughs> <laughs> we can't air this now because yeah. sex is common. Oh, no, of course we can. We're going to air it to all liberal media. So they can have fun with it. Question: Didn't we just condemn um, Dennis Callahan and Kurt Manahan for getting off? Topic? Dennis Callahan. Dennis and Callahan. Dennis Callahan. And it's Kurt, Cal- it's, it's Kirk, and, off Kirk and Callahan. Yeah, it's Kirk and Callahan. Well, now, now it is. I still call it Dennis and Callahan show. Yeah. Kurt, they have been here. Well, you used to call it the Dinosaur Show. <laughs> but like, the we, we just we just critique them for getting off topic. So true. And. What are we doing right but now? We, we, we start off topic. We start off topic. There's a difference. But we don't spend you 15 start minutes. Off top. You Your whole episode is off topic. <laughs> the entire time. What? Yes. What? Yes. I try to switch topics. Ac- according, uh, according to you, Timmy, <laughs> everything you say is out of context. Everything I say is in Hey, the let's context. talk about the dongles that come with the iPhone 7, huh? Oh gosh. <laughs> is that off topic enough for you? Yeah. Ryan tried to go get an iPhone 7 today. It didn't work. Didn't Ryan, work. Ryan is... The worst buyer ever. <laughs> He's going to pop in real quick and get a brand new iPhone 7. He works his way up for two weeks to even go look at the <laughs> iWatch, yeah. yeah. right? Yep. And he goes there and he goes, uh, uh, no, I can't. And then the one week he goes to actually buy it, they don't have it. <laughs> and then he buys an Xbox. And then he didn't unwrap it because he wasn't sure if he wanted to keep it or return it. I'm the worst. What? I'm the worst. I, I like buying stuff for myself is so irritating. Like I, I I'll go into Marshalls. I'll just find want to point a shirt. Out you kept this going, by I know. the way. I'll oh, find a shirt okay. that I like. I'll walk around it's okay Marshalls. You did it. I'll walk around Marshalls for ten minutes, and then right before I get in line, I just like no, I put it back. <laughs> no, I just don't. It's no point in fighting against you guys. I can't, it's like me with restaurants. Kim and I will walk into a restaurant. I can't buy things for myself. We just walk out. Yeah. One time we went on a date. We walked out of four restaurants mm. in a row. Just weren't feeling it. Saw the menu. No, I'm not wasting my well, money. I mean, Burger King is not going to have that diverse of a menu. So. <laughs> yeah, that's that would be my first choice. Honestly, talk about never that. tell that joke again. It was terrible. Ah! We were talking about right, the NBA. Celtics, NBA. We weren't talking about it, but we will talk about we it. We will talk about the NBA <laughs> right now. It's on my list right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about your Boston Celtics and other things that are happening around the league. Kevin Durant, the Warriors, how that's going. Chicago Bulls, the Knicks. Surprisingly new and different teams this year. New players going to different places. Uh, Eastern Conference, Western Conference. The Western Conference, again, year after year, always the better conference. It's still consistent. 
And yet again, it's Cleveland and everyone else in the Eastern Conference. Um, starting out early, Celtics are the number two seed. I mean, some people are surprised, but on paper, I think definitely the best, second best team in the Eastern Conference. Which isn't saying much, though. No, I just think because I, like I just said, the Western Conference is so much better. Central. They've division. got they've got four or five teams that are between the Spurs, Thunder, Clippers, Warriors, Rockets, even the Grizzlies. You can throw in there too. They're all great teams. So the drop off on the East is so fast, starting with one <laughs> to everybody else. Yep. Which, like, even I though, hate in basketball. Even though the Celtics are considered more projected to be, yeah, top two or top three, yeah. number two or three seed, it's still such a gigantic drop off. Drop off with them against Cleveland because the greatest player in the world is on that. On yeah, that team. it's just also you have Kyrie Irving who's turned into a superstar, mm-hmm. absolute superstar. Um, and then Kevin Love, you know, I. Cleveland the is kind of like together. the Chicago Cubs of the NL, where they have no competition. None. None whatsoever. They have fake competition. And they may end up with the best record in the NBA, but they may not have faced the toughest teams. Yeah. Which means, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't really mean much. Exactly. So when you're looking at competition, the Western Conference right, is the but way let's, to go. Let's um, take a look at it. So going you know, like in the offseason, you know, Kevin Durant to Golden State. Yep. Everyone said they're the team to beat. Yeah. Super only, team. We're at three games in. Well, they, they're playing the fourth game in right now, but we don't know what the final outcome is that of that is. No, they're three and one. Oh, three and one. So yeah, three and one right now. Yep. Three and one. What's your you know way too early um, analysis of them? <sighs> way too early, which I think will be consistent. Uh, no rim protectors. There's only one ball. Well, there's it, a lot of shooters. It almost looks like they're not a team. They're just. A collection of superstar talent. Yeah, you know when when it kind of reminds me when the Lakers signed Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, and Kobe Bryant. It just it didn't work. Talent doesn't equal win. No wins. So like you know we watch you watch the Golden State play against the Spurs. Um, it's almost like when Steph Curry had the ball, it was his turn to shoot. When Kevin Durant had the ball, it was his turn to shoot. When Clay Thompson had the ball, it was his turn to shoot. There was no really. There's no teamwork. Yeah, exactly. There there was. It's all about individual play. And they may, you know, it's new. It takes exactly. a while. It takes a while. Chemistry but, takes a little bit. But at the end of the day, how many alpha dogs do you need to have? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just way too many mouths to feed. And whose team is it? You know, Cleveland, you look at Cleveland, and when you need someone to lead you, who do you look to? LeBron James. Okay, now if you look at Golden State, who do you look to? It's, it's almost like whose night is it? Yeah. Is it Kevin Durant's night? Okay, you want to take it over this tonight? Or is it Steph Curry, Clay Thompson? It's almost like there's no one leader, and it's almost like everyone's afraid to step on each other's toes. But doesn't that also work in their favor because the other team coming in, they don't know who's going to have the good night because there's so many people no, who but could have a good I'm night. I'm talking more about an emotional leader instead of stats. Like, you know, who's going to galvanize the, the team during a tough tough yeah um, who's gonna motivate them exactly because it's almost and like i said like lebron james is not afraid to critique his teammates yes golden state i can't see steph curry critiquing kevin durant no and i, I can't see Kef, uh, kevin durant critiquing um steph curry it, it, like i said is they're almost timid and it, it reflects into that play yeah and i think one of the main reasons why they're timid they will be timid to critique each other is because first of all it's steph curry's team he was becoming the superstar but personally, I think Steph Curry is a product of how they played the system. I don't think he's the greatest point guard we've seen. I just think he thrives with what they're doing. Well, if I ask you the question, who's the best player in the game? LeBron James. No question, right? No. 
no one's even close. You to watch him. LeBron James um, play; it almost like he's it's he's not trying. Yeah, and he does everything. Correct. Everything he can do yes. anything he wants to, and it comes so easy for him. And it's not just offense; it's defense, exactly. both sides of the ball. Exactly. And the thing with Kevin Durant, and I kind of alluded it alluded to it um, last season when he was with the Golden State War, um, not Golden State, Oklahoma Thunder. Thunders, is that he's the should have been the best player. But he looked like a role player when he played with um, Westbrook. Yeah. He doesn't have that tenacious attitude. To take over the game. Exactly. He doesn't have that kill instinct like LeBron has or Michael had or Kobe had. Yeah. He's almost too nice of a guy. Which is, it's weird because he has every intangible to be something greater. He's oh, got the he, shot. He's, he's got the. He's super talented. His drive. He can play the post game. He can play defense. Like, he should not be afraid to step on people's toes. No. People's toes. People's toes. What is it? Yeah, people's toes. Yeah. <laughs> people's toes. <laughs> toes of people. Yes. <laughs> people toes. The people toes. There's the Trinidadian right there coming exactly. out. Trinidadian like, coming I can't, out. I can't battle this. You help me out. Yeah. But he should not be afraid. He should He should be their leader. He should be, yes. Who's the better player, Steph Curry or Kevin Durant? Oh, easy. Kevin Durant. Okay. Not so even close. Why, aren't, why isn't he projected on, on the court to be their leader? He should be. That's the way the team should run. But see, that's what I'm saying. That's why the that's why I don't think it's gonna work, or it's gonna be very tough for it to work. Very, very tough for them to find their way, is because Steph Curry is a product of the system, and the system has to change if they want it to work with Kevin Durant. But the the funny thing, like Kevin I, Durant's game, is not just jumping up, throwing up a three, right? No, no, it's not. The funny thing is that um, I heard in the off season, Clay Clay um said like, oh. You know, he probably used an expletive, and he goes, "Screw this, my game. I'm not sacrificing anything for anyone." Yeah, the worst mindset to go in when you're playing with three other superstars. You yes. have to sacrifice. Everyone has to sacrifice, and that's what's the scary part. Because it took, I mean, we saw this in when LeBron went to Miami. It took them, you know, almost halfway Miami halfway, halfway through the season to really get going. Yes. So it may change, and they got to the finals and they lost, but like. I just I think it's just it's a too crowded of a court right now. Yeah, and I think that the game that Miami played, they're like like Wade and LeBron played off each other's athleticism. I don't think that Steph Curry and Durant are going to play off each other's shot because that's that's Curry's strong point. And, and uh, Clay Thompson, I mean, it's it's spread the ball out and shoot quick threes, drain them, kill them. And this year they don't have the rim protector. Yeah, I think that they're just going to be they're going to be a worse team. Unless they change, they have to change, and it's going to be weird for them. But they have to run through Kevin Durant for it to work. Well, what they have to focus on is not stats. Yes, and that's going to be hard. That's going to be tough because they've been so used to one way and for a while. You have at least two alpha dogs with Curry and yeah. Durant, who are always in the conversation for the MVP. Yes, and now they're both on the same team. Whereas Dwayne Wade and LeBron were both the athletic drive to the hoop guy, where they could both go down the court and alley oop to each other and have fun. But it's yep. this is different. They're not well. Even even with the the Heat though, it's there was a lot of redundancy. That's why the Celtics big three worked. Yeah, you had a pure shooter. You had your scorer Paul Pierce, and you had the defensive jogging Kevin Garnett. Garnett. And he could play the post like a beast. Exactly. Where they, they, where Paul Pierce wouldn't they each play the post. Had individual Ray, roles. Yes. But there was there was superstar talents. But Paul, they, Paul they, would drive. Exactly. Ray would take the three, and KG would be everywhere else. Exactly. And it all worked together. It meshed well. It's it's tough to picture what they're going to do. They have to come up with something. And I, I personally think 
like I said it twice already, they have to run it through Kevin Durant. It's not going to work any other way. They get and they can do it. Drive kick. They're they're going to find their way and they're going to look good. I just don't think they're going to be as good as people think they are. They don't have a rim protector like they did last year, and they have to completely change how they play Warrior basketball. I, I don't. If they can find their way, it's going to be awesome. But let's see if they do. Yeah. Because it's a one year deal with an option, but it's a one year deal essentially. But you you watch uh, Durant's face. Um, during game one, and he looked like a guy regretting his, his choice. It just isn't, yeah. And like, granted, it's, it's only th- four games in a season. Yeah, right? of a course. Lot, a lot can change. Yeah. But this is just, you know, this is all we have to work with. It's a lot of raw thoughts of going into the season we exactly. thought anyway. And it's just concerns that they have to work through. Yeah. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, I would love, I'd take Kawhi Leonard over. The only people I'd t- take over Kawhi Leonard is LeBron James. And... um. Anthony Davis, and maybe uh, Durant. But Kawhi Leonard is turned into, for me, a top five, top he, four player. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal player. Oh, he he has, he does everything. Yeah. Everything. Everything. He's Defense, a better defender. Offense, he's a better defender passer, than LeBron. Rebounder. Better defender than LeBron. You oh, yeah, definitely. And he's working on his one on one. I think he can't do as much as LeBron on defense. No, but no, no, no. I disagree with I that. I think a one on one style. Kawhi Leonard could cover someone better. Kawhi Leonard is the only person who, could, who shot down LeBron James, and that's why they won that championship against the Heat. Okay. <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, he, I mean, he's, he was defensive MVP last season. Yeah. I mean... It doesn't actually, and he's been in a conversation for the last two, three years, and now he's working with Kobe Bryant. And you look at his pull-up, and when you see him pull up, you, you think Kobe. Yeah, it's almost like whoa! Like before they said he worked with Kobe, it reminded me of that, and it's yeah. just I, I think he's going still, to be special. You would say still clear cut difference in the type of player Kobe. Kobe was, I mean, oh no, no, I'm, but this, this, yeah. this, this, you could tell there's some influence. Influence of yeah, how he, he how he's starting to play the game. Yep, and his offensive game started to come. So we're talking a little bit about the Celtics. Yeah. So all right, that. what is your opinion of Jalen Brown, the number three I overall mean, pick? Yeah. Being the first guy off the bench in the um, season opener. Well, what do you think? What do I think? Yeah, why? It, it, did he earn that role? I mean, he must have through the preseason. Okay. Well, if I seen, I mean, I didn't sit there and watch every single preseason game. I saw highlights of the preseason. I saw even highlights now. Spark I see notes of the, the sports. Yeah, world. sparks notes. So yeah, so it's like, um, he's a dunker. He's a high flyer right now. Yeah. He's got to work on his game. He's 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 got some good moves. I mean, I've seen him attack and uh, shake defenders. He's got good natural ability. Him coming off the bench already as the sixth man. I mean, that shows that he had, the team has confidence in him to be in that position. Does it? Or at least the head coach has confidence in him. I have a theory. Yeah, go for it. All Tell right. Me. So when um, draft night, all right? Let's go back. What did we want the Celtics to do with a third overall pick? Trade it. Trade it. Okay. And they didn't. They drafted. And then they, they were, who did they, they wanted a shooter. Yeah. Well, if they were going to pick someone, but they picked yep. Jalen Brown. What happened? They got booed. Yeah. Danny Ainge, Brad Stevens got booed. Everyone's like, is, Wick it, was upset. Everybody's he, extremely unsure of okay, the Okay. So here's, here's my theory, right? Is that Danny Ainge wanted to showcase Jalen Brown. He wanted to send a strong message to Celtics Nation to the league that, hey, 
you guys booed us, but this is why we picked him. Let's let's. It's almost like it was a big presentation. Yeah. First guy off the bench. Yes, we have confidence in him, but I think it was emphasized trying to like really flip everyone off, saying like, "Screw you guys." Like we got it right. We picked the player we wanted. Now because you didn't want them, means we got the wrong pick. Yeah. This is why we picked him. Let let him show off his talents. It's almost like some of the play calls was for him to be aggressive, to dunk it, to to be you know a top five player that night. And so you think that Danny's in the ear of the coach saying, "I think Do I this. think." I think Brad Stevens, Danny Ainge, and Wick, it may not have been a direct conversation, but wanted to really show who Jalen Brown is. Yeah. Because tell, tell me that's not a strong message from the Celtics, who should be the second best team in the um, the Eastern Conference, to have their rookie third-round pick be the sixth guy off the bench. The uh, first guy off the bench, the sixth man. That, oh, how much weaker would it have been if he was like the seventh eighth guy? It would have been weaker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a strong message that saying, like, guys, we believe in this kid. He is going to be a big part of our team going forward, and this is why. Jump on board. And like, after we, I saw him play in game one, I, was, I honestly was like, okay, I see it. Yeah. I see it. He's got a lot of raw talent. I see it. And, and I guarantee most people who booed, um, who were at the um, stadium yeah. and booed them, yep. was like, okay, I see it. I see it now. And I think it was more to make a statement rather than Jalen Brown earning that spot. Yeah. And I would say, and granted, um, Marcus Smart was injured. Um, Kelly Olynyk was injured. Uh, when Smart's on back, it would be interesting to see if Brown how it plays out. But that was a strong statement, and I think there was intent behind it. Oh, definitely, I, I agree with you. That's that's a good point. It's a good way to look at it. Good way to start from the draft and how people viewed it and how they view it first the very first game. Because it's almost the first time because where you could tell the Celtics were bothered by the fans' reaction. Yeah. Like Wick was taken back. He, he even to the point where he had to comment about it. You know, normally like you know the South is always rumored to make big trades, and they were rumored for Kevin Durant and yep. stuff like that. But this is the first time where I was like, wow, that bothered them. Yeah, that's Cause, big I mean, time. Cause yeah, the they're entire, like, you don't think that we know how to scout a player? Well, think about how how much of a slap in the face it was. The entire season. Everyone's like, wow, the South's overperformed. Yeah, this is a great team. We love them. They're doing everything the right way. And then they go draft Jalen Brown, and, they and get everybody moved. was and they're like, "Wait a mad. minute, what? For the last six months, you were behind us, and because we didn't make a foolish trade and overpaid for someone, yeah, and we did a smart thing and picked a player we thought was best for us. You going to boo us? Yeah, watch this because he's not a name. Yeah, and everyone now is like, "Wow, he has got some raw talent here. Yeah, he oh, could he's, develop he's, into a great player. Yeah, which he's in the best place." One of the best cities to play basketball. And who, People better, can, who better to learn it from than Al Horford? Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, there, there's so many attributes and things from the Celtics from their standpoint that they can give this kid to be successful, mm-hmm. whether it be from the all-time greats that can come in or wh- whatever. And the kid's got so much behind him, and what we saw and what we've seen is a ton of raw talent to be a big NBA player, a big-time yeah, And granted, agent. once again, it's only three games, four games. Then. Yeah, definitely. But... You know, that's all we have to work with. So exactly. that's what we're using. That's that's what we're using. That's what we're working on. All right. So Al Horford, um, what do you think? How does he look? How does he fit? I, I mean, from the games that I've I've seen, it it's kind of like that chemistry thing. It's a little awkward at first, but he's not afraid to first of all, I love that he's not afraid to shoot the three. I think it's it's cool that uh, a center just comes out and just hits a three. We have a, an extra guy to be able to do that. Because I think on a couple of inbound plays, uh, they just pass the ball to him. And, you know, usually the center just took, 
took the left or the right and just passes another guy and they come If someone's not guarding him, he can jack up a three and hit it. And it enters a, a dynamic that uh, some teams don't have because their big men can't shoot. It's it, it's cool. Um, I would love to see him more in a power forward role. I mean, he is a power forward now, but I would like to see a no, better he's, center, he's, he's center the than five. The, yeah, he's, he's the, the five. Center. Is it Amir Johnson playing yeah. power forward? I just think I'd like to see him play power forward and have a like cousins or something. I know that would be hypothetical in a situation like yeah. that, but I think he would thrive even more, especially defensively. But yeah. having a, a strong center with him could only make the team better. I think he's a great piece. He's just not the superstar. So here's, here's the thing with um, Al Horford. Is he overpaid? Yes. Of course. But is he needed? Yes. Yes. I mean, what were the couple of the biggest needs for the Celtics? A big guy who could rebound and they need to be able to shoot exactly. the three and stretch the floor. And he opens the and, lane for Isaiah. And he he filled that need. One play filled all those needs. Yes. They still need more rebounding, a big guy. Of course. Um, but still, Amir Johnson's a great player, but, but he's not going to be a superstar. They have yeah, assets. They do. Now, here's the come. here's the frustrating thing. I'm to the point where I think the Celtics completely overvalue draft picks. Yeah, because they don't. Well, here, here's here's why. They drafted players, and you can only keep how many players on your NBA roster? Yeah, always. So RJ Hunter had to be cut. So at the end of the day, yes, you have draft picks and you have a bigger pool to select during the preseason. Yeah. But they had to choose between James Young and RJ Hunter. Yeah. Can you cash two of those players in or two of those draft picks and get a, a, like one really good player? Exactly. I think they need to be more aggressive with the draft picks. Trade a Brooklyn pick. You know. Yeah. Get get something. I, I'm tired of having all the bodies. Especially in the NBA, you can only have certain amount of players. You don't have yeah. an infinite roster. No one, no team has. But like the football, you have fifty-three men. Exactly. The if draft- you make and if you make your team look appealing, other players are going to want to come play. Yeah. So in the free agency period, if your team has got the muscles to back it up, the depth, they're going to want to come play for you. Maybe. All right. Question. What's up, Brad Steven? Stevens. What's is up, he Brad? on the hot seat? On the hot seat. That's a weird way to put it because they, they, they've yeah. been trending upwards. Yeah. But they haven't won anything. They haven't even won a playoff series. I this would is, say I would say yes, because he has to be okay, so now he's got Horford and you're projected to be the number two seed in the Eastern Conference. You better make the Eastern Conference finals. Exactly. This is the first time um in the Celtics Brad Stevens era where we have talent. Yeah. Where it's not that oh the little engine that could like oh look at these guys they're look trying so guys. hard yeah. they're, they're overperforming they and they made it to the playoffs you see what he's doing what he did with Butler no that's all gone hey, like hey, that's hey, over it's a gold star you guys good 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 yeah. effort now you have talent you need to produce yeah now what would you consider a failure this season well definitely losing in the first round yeah I I, I could honestly care less about being a second seed in the Eastern Conference second or third yeah. fine you have a home court um, home court playoff advantage for the first round fine you need to win a playoff series yep which is weird saying it's like okay you need to win a playoff season and lose and i'm okay with that no but it has for me that's the next step has to be it has to be if you're out in the first round gone it's a failure yeah you're, he's i wouldn't he's say gone. i wouldn't say gone fire him he's still a talented coach but there, there will be pressure because Brad Stevens, after one year, and you got Horford and all those players, yes. they lost in the first round. Yeah. I, I mean, they no. should never, they shouldn't lose in the first. No, but round. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say um, fire him. That's, I think that's too, too aggressive. I don't, too, um, I don't awesome. necessarily disagree with you. I just think that's exactly what would happen if he lost in the first round. He no, would be fired. No, 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 nothing. I, not, I personally think that that would happen. What has happened that suggests that? 
when you have that much talent, and if you're the number two seed, it will say if they were the number two seed, if you were, and you lost in the first round. Okay, so let's say if they lost to just a, a bad team, the Bucks, the Hornets, the Pistons. If they lost to one of those teams in the first round, he would get fired. No, I disagree. Everything, the, the way this team is constructed for the long term, for the next three, four years, is built for Brad Stevens. That's just how basketball works. It's not really like... No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I, I mean, that's how all sports work when you're a terrible team. But Danny Ainge is not one of those GMs where he's very impulsive. Like, okay, you had three years, you're done. He's all, I mean, we've seen it with the draft picks. He's all about the long term. Yeah. He's about acquiring talent. Danny Ainge would not make such a impulsive decision to fire Brad Stevens that bad season. I would say next season, though, if he lost in, in the first two round. One season with Al Horford, who's on the latter half of his career, where he's not, a, you know, he's not max contract even though he got a max contract he's not a max contract player we're well, getting la- the latter half of um al horford he's not you you'll know, he- you'll hear it you'll hear it people oh, will, people will say people, it, but pe- people will put it on kind of like people said hey trade for jeremy butler they don't listen to us no. they may listen to us maybe yeah maybe <laughs> but um no I, I don't think they will fire him i think that's too impulsive but um i do think it's, this is the first time where brad stevens i love brad it's going to have some pressure and I and expectations. I, um, he's never had expectations gonna, in Boston. I think he's he's definitely going to be successful. I, I just personally think he's that type of co- he. He's just got this his whole persona, and now that he has a talent, why wouldn't he succeed? He's always played with lesser talent and brought it higher. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't he succeed with better talent and make them even higher than they could be? He should all, all the everything points to him being successful as the number two seed. If if they get to that point, they they should be successful. I I'm. I would say Eastern Conference Finals. For me, that's a must this year. And if you lose, it's okay. Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah. The Eastern Conference, yeah. Playing against the Cavs in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's where they should be. All right. Without a doubt. How many rounds are there in the playoffs? How many what? Rounds. Uh, Three, right? With the, you know, there's a, there's a wild card now. Did they just recently change it? I'm pretty sure that they did. Don't test me on this. I'll look it up for you. All right. But I just think... You know, the Celtics definitely trended in the right direction, but it's their time to really not be the, the team that over overproduced, but be the team that, you know, with expectations. Yeah. And in the same breath, don't get too excited, Green Teamers, because yeah, you're, you're not going to win a championship. All right. Cleveland, Golden State, NBA Finals right now. Who wants? Cleveland. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? What? That we, we still say. <laughs> we, that we What's still amazing? Say, that we still say Cleveland even after. The yeah. Golden State Warriors added Kevin Durant cool. when they went to seven games against Cleveland last last year, and they should have won it. And they added one of the top three players in the game, and we still say Cleveland. Yeah, that that, that fascinates me because that shows that you know it Are, is. You're saying Cleveland too? Yeah, yeah. But it shows that it's not just about a, accumulating talent. No, it really is. At the end of the day, you do need talent, but you need that you need that balance. You need to be cohesive and have chemistry. What, and what, what is it's the, going to take? The, if they they could be successful together, like we just talked about earlier. Yeah, they but could what be, what is their biggest need right now? Their bench is so weak. So weak. So weak. And in a seven game series, you're going to need that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Definitely. You don't. They don't have the role players. No. And what we've seen with every, you know, you know, you need you need superstars, but. You need to have a bench that comes in off the bench. You know, when the superstars aren't playing for that one to two minutes a game, 
I mean, there's a lot that can happen. Basketball is quick. It's fast. It's not It's not slow. See, and I know people say, well, it works in the Olympics when you have super... Yeah, but who are they playing against? The competition yeah, is so weak. It's terrible. You know, terrible. they can mask not being a team and being individual players and just outscore everyone. In basketball, every time you think of a finals, you always think of an emerging sixth man or, or someone off the bench who had a great game, well, why, brought them over the top. Why, has the, why have the Spurs been so great for so many years? Is that they're So a team. many great role players. They're, they're a team, and they're, they're three best players. They have the core. Yep, but the three best players are totally different. Yeah. Totally different. They complement each other in their games. They don't overstep each other in their games. They so don't do the same. They're not here's, redundant. Here's one thing that I look, uh, the way I look at it is that, you know, with the Spurs, not because Tim Duncan has the ball means that yeah. Ginobili or Parker wasn't of value. They, they still enhanced the team. Where the Golden State Warriors, Durant, Curry, or Clay, they have to have the ball to enhance the team to make an impact. Because they're, they're all about uh, they they all have that superstar talent. They need to be scorers. Yeah, you know they don't have like you know Parker was the passer, um, Duncan was the defensive guy, the low post guy. Ginobili was the shooter. You know there's a lot of redundancy and they oh the shooter slasher. Yeah, but there's and there's a lot of redundancy where you know Durant and Curry like they do the same thing. Yeah, essentially, um, Clay does the same thing as Curry. What about the passing? What do you think is more? Like what? What's gonna break them down more that they can't play together or they don't have the bench? What's gonna hurt them more, the bench or the chemistry? That's a good question. Obviously, the chemistry—if you don't have it, it's not gonna work. Yeah. But the bench, even if you have the chemistry, if you don't have the supporting role and the cast, you're gonna get beat by the Spurs. You're gonna get beat by the Clippers. The Clippers arguably have the best six man in basketball, Jamal Crawford. I mean, you just can't go toe to toe with someone. No, nope. your bench is the better. Celtics do. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say. Yep. It, it's it's that those are two major issues that they have to figure out over the season. I don't think we'll see a Warriors championship this year. I think we may see them in the finals, maybe. But I'm not even so sure and set on that because the, the Clippers are, are are a great team. Like, why wouldn't they be able to beat the Warriors if we're talking about all their flaws like this? Well, I, they've been I, together for years. I still Chris think Paul is one of the greatest point the Clippers, guards in the league. The Clippers is in their biggest competition. I say that lightly, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Cl- but he is. But the Clippers is not their greatest competition. The Spurs are. So, well, yeah, well, yeah, definitely the Spurs so, are. I think the Spurs that look like four games in. They look like the team to beat right now. How awesome would it be if the Thunder played against the Warriors in a playoff series? Just oh, based we're on missing pure, oh, they're playing tonight. tonight. <laughs> thank you, Ryan, for suggesting you recording tonight. <laughs> and thank you, Tim, for not being available on Sunday. Oh, you're welcome. You're, I appreciate it. You're welcome. I appreciate myself not being available. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, guys. We're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you guys for listening to Boss Sports. Again... Was Ryan here tonight? I don't know. Ryan, are, are you with us? <laughs> I'm here. Oh, uh, cool. I guess he won't be featured on this podcast. You know, I said, I said, what, like last time we recorded, I was like, I'm going to get into basketball this year. Well, yeah. it's, it's early. I know, it's, it's, it's early. It's just. We'll it's make not, it a point. We'll watch exactly, a game you. Gotta, you got to make we, me. We, yeah, because we got to get you involved. I'm not in. I wasn't into it, so it's hard to just sit down and do it. We'll get you into it. So what do you do with the rest of the sports? <laughs> no, but I have I'm invested in those. I like those sports, I did, I you know. Did. Oh, he kids, he kids. <laughs> Thanks you guys for listening.